Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Empowering Artist Podcast. My name is Rebecca. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you are a new or a returning listener, I am super happy and thankful that you are here today to hang out with me and just sort of, um, yeah, just sort of continue talking about being an artist and feeling just very comfortable, happy, and empowered in that decision. Okay, so for today's topic, I was sort of going back and forth on what I wanted to talk about. I was thinking about talking about, well, this will show up in an an episode later, um, I'm sure. But I sort of wanted to talk about um, sort of, you know, losing projects that you were really excited about. Um, That recently happened to me. Um, But I think more so, something that stuck out to me was... This idea of, you know, I feel like I've mentioned this before, but this idea that work begets work. And this was something, or this was like a concept that was introduced to me when I was in school, um, like in college and everything by a professor. And I was like, that's so weird. Work begets work. Like, what does, what does that mean? And what ended up happening was that after a couple years working professionally, I was like, oh, I understand what work begets work means. So let me give you an example that, um, you know, I was thinking about recently. And of course, like this is all sort of like speculation on this example, um, but I feel like it is completely applicable here. So recently I finally watched Encanto um, I know I'm super behind, uh, I know it's been out since, like, the end of last year, um, but yeah, I finally watched it, and I was really, um, you know, aside from the fact that, you know, I like Disney, um, their movies are, you know, some of my favorites that I had growing up, and I really like seeing everything they're coming out with now, it was, um, So I was watching the film and I was like, you know, listening and everything. And then afterwards, like I do with most films that I watch, I will look them up on um, IMDb, which is the Internet Movie Database, which I I feel like most people probably have an idea of what it is. But basically, you can search up like films, learn more about them, all that stuff. So I looked up on IMDb Encanto because I was, um, you know, curious about like the voice actors and everything. And then I saw that the, so the protagonist's um, name is Mirabelle, and she is voiced by Stephanie Beatriz, um, who I feel like is most known for um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Stephanie Beatriz plays Rosa Diaz on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And if you've seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine or know anything about the character, um, Rosa on the show is very... What's the best way to describe it? Um, so Rosa's voice is a lot more like serious. It's a little bit deeper. And Rosa just as a person is very, you know, um, I don't want to say stoic because it's not the right word, but Rosa is very, um, I guess like professional. No, that's not even the right word. Um, but if you've seen Encanto, you know that Mirabelle is like super, um, you know, excited all the time, um, super bubbly and, um, happy and all this stuff. It's the opposite of, like, you know, um, of what Rosa Diaz is on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Anyways, so 
I was like kind of in awe at first because I was like, oh my gosh, like I never would have guessed that that was Stephanie Beatriz's real voice just based off of like seeing um, seeing Rosa as a character. But of course that is acting. So, you know, makes sense. Um, and the more that I was thinking about it, you know, I was listening to the songs again. I was sort of listening just to everything. And I was like, this is kind of incredible that her voice is just like so different. Um, but I guess that is, you know, again, acting, which is pretty neat. And I kind of was like, you know, thinking, okay, well, I know that I saw Stephanie Beatriz in In the Heights. I know that I saw Stephanie Beatriz in um, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, obviously. And so I was, I was like sort of looking through everything. I was like, huh. Now this is just my own, my own thoughts. So most people I feel would have been introduced to Stephanie Beatriz through through Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I would say, or at least I was. We'll just use myself as an example. No need to speculate for other people, but for myself. Um, I was like, okay, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Then there was one episode specifically that I believe Lin-Manuel Miranda was a guest star on, so I thought that was pretty neat. And then, you know, um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who wrote In the Heights and also was part of the creative team, for the film, um, you know, and was also, he was also in the film, um, you know, he was working there, and Stephanie Beatriz was also in that film and worked on that film, and I was like, huh, I wonder if there was, like, some sort of connection there where she met, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda, and they were, you know, talking about collaborating, or maybe, you know, they just met each other on, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they might have met each other in some capacity on the In the Heights set, and then, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda worked on Encanto, and Stephanie Beatriz was also, um, you know, was the character of the main, uh, was, the, was the voice of the main character in the movie. And so, I mean, again, I don't know how casting decisions were made, I don't know any of that. But I would have to bet that it did not necessarily hurt the fact that um, Stephanie Beatriz had worked with Lin-Manuel Miranda in some capacity, is my guess, on In the Heights, maybe on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, but it's one of those things where, again, like, I kind of see it as, oh, that's so cool that, you know, they're working here together, they're working there together. Um, I Again, and I don't know what the casting was like, I don't know what the production, you know, stuff was like. But I would have to imagine that if, you know, there was some sort of, like, professional, um, like, you know, communication between the two of them on In the Heights, or if they, like, met working on the show, and then maybe Lin-Manuel Miranda met, um, met up with, like, the producers for uh, Encanto, or, you know, who knows? Like, maybe the producers on their own and the casting team on their own decided to, you know, have Stephanie Beatrice audition. Like, again, I do not know. And this is just, like, speculation on my part. But I could understand and I could see as someone who has experienced the whole work begets work thing that, you know, it was worked in her favor that she had worked with, um, worked on a Lin-Manuel Miranda project 
well, I guess, like, not his project specifically, but a project that he was, you know, attached to, it couldn't have hurt that that happened, right? It couldn't have hurt that, um, you know, she was on set, she was working on that production, and it was, it's very possible that he met her, and he was like, yeah, I think that you could be, um, you know, great for future projects. And maybe that future project was Encanto. Again, I do not know. But I like to think that, you know, it seemed like a coincidence at first, kind of like the progression there, to me at least, from In the Heights to Encanto. But it's like, wait a second. I mean, when you think about it, it's possible it's not really just a coincidence. It's possible that they'd met before and they had like, you know, worked together and then they just kind of like had each other in the back of their minds for projects, something like that. Uh, again, I don't really know. But I think that's so cool that that's a possibility. So why did I take the time to tell you this story? Well, I think that... I think that it's so important to remember that when we go to do things, it's not just that one isolated thing that we're working on, right? It's not just that one thing. What we're doing and what we're working on can have a domino effect much later on in ways that we might not even be able to imagine. Um, I know that I've talked about this concept before. I can't remember the example that I gave, but an example that recently came up is that, um, you know, I had worked on a project back in October and I met someone who did like voiceover work. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um... So I was talking to, I was talking to him and he was like, yeah, I can get you in connection with um, the guy who does like the casting. And I was like, oh, that'd be fantastic. So I was working and then I sort of found my way into this voiceover world and um, I've gotten auditions and I've gotten a couple of audiobooks that I'm recording. So it is true that like, you know, work begets work and you never know what you're going to do and who you're going to meet down the line and how the project you're working on now is going to offer you opportunities into the future. And that's really the secret there is that, you know, in the beginning, we can just sit there and we can be like, oh, how come, you know, so-and-so hasn't called me back? Or how come, you know, I can't get this audition? Or why can't I get into this, um, you know, art showing? Stuff like that. Well, it makes, like, if we're not really doing a whole lot of actionable things, then it doesn't really make sense for us to just jump into something, right? Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But what does make sense is that let's say that you're a photographer, right? Let's say you're a photographer and you end up helping, um, helping someone out and doing like you know some pictures as like a test kind of run for you for a discounted rate and then that person loves your picture so much that they go tell someone else and then that someone else is looking for a referral and you know people trust other people's words that they know more than they trust you know just random things they find on the internet right like i'm going to trust a recommendation from my friend a lot more then either no recommendation at all, like if I just kind of like look up someone and I'm like, okay, 
like, I don't know about this. Like, what are their reviews? I'll trust their reviews a little bit more than just, like, not knowing anything about, um, you know, someone I want to work with. But if I get a recommendation from someone, then I'm going to be more inclined to do that. So let's say that someone gives a recommendation for your photography services to their friend and their friend pays full price and then, you know, you do a great job there and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. Word of mouth and working with people are so... I feel like they're not as... What's the word? Not Valued is not the word, but people kind of forget about how powerful word of mouth is. It's so powerful, first of all. It's so powerful. So as you're working and as you're making those connections and as you're doing your good and best work, that is going to get you more work down the line. You know, obviously, as long as you're doing a professional job, a good job at what you're doing, providing the service or the product that you said you would provide, like, you know, assuming all of that, which I am assuming is going to happen, then the work that's going to happen for you down the line is going to just, it's, it's going to be, you know, more than you could ever imagine. Think of right now, as you're trying to get into it, you're planting the seeds that'll grow into flowers later. Um, I know that was kind of like a very cheesy kind of metaphor, but it was the first thing that came into my mind. Or here, here's another example that I just, um, that actually I just had a conversation with someone this past weekend. So they, um, they ordered a lot of dresses and a lot of things for their business. And so there are like a few very specific, um, like designers or, um, like, I think it's actually people on Etsy who make very, um, custom, they're like custom made designs and dresses. And, um, from what it sounds like is that, you know, they have like a pretty decent following on their social media. They do pretty good business. And so what happened is that this person that I know has bought, um, has bought designs and dresses from them before and has loved them so much that they've, you know, put deposits down for future dresses, dresses that aren't even promised to get, you know, into the hands of the people who are purchasing them until 2024. When I'm recording this, at the time of this recording is March 2022. Like we're talking like a year and a half away. Like that is when these designs are promised to these people because it's so backed up. And I'm sure you can imagine that in the beginning that those people, when they were starting off with like, you know, their business, it was probably a little slow at first, but they kept at it and they kept, you know, working and that work got them more work and the work after that got them even more work. And now, from what I understand, um, there are like they're turning down people because there's just so much work right now. And I think there's that's also due to like a supply um, and demand kind of thing that's going on right now in like every industry. But isn't that kind of crazy that like, think about that for a second. You could be starting off in your business right now, and then can you, could you imagine that, like, maybe, maybe in six months, one month, not one month, six months, one year, two years, you could be turning down people because there is so much work that you are booked out into, like, two years from now? It's crazy. It's, it's so crazy, it's insane, and it's awesome. 
And that's because, that is because those people started just working and their work got them more work. So do like, do you guys get what I'm saying? Like, I feel, I'm, I'm hoping that the overall message is coming through with all these examples. Like you need to start doing your work now, no matter if that's selling a product, selling a service, or if that's, you know, if you're a performing artist like I am myself, and that's just going to auditions and getting seen by people. Like I'll tell you right now that I went to an audition today and it was about 30 minutes to get there in public transportation, 30 minutes back. Um, and I got there. I, I also had to walk about 10 minutes, I feel, t- from the from the train stop to where I actually had to be. So let's say like, you know, 30, 30. Mm, let's say like it took me about an hour, 20, hour, 30 minutes if you include wait time to go from point A, point B, and back again. So I traveled those like 30 minutes on the train and like a 10 minute walk, got to my audition, was in there for less than five minutes, like probably two minutes at the most. And then I left. And you know, that's like a lot of travel time for two minutes. But I had it in my mind, you know, this is a this is a company that I would love to work at. This is something that I would love to do. And it's important that I show my face in person now, especially since theater is starting to come back, because my work here is going to help down the line with the work that I'm going to get in the future. Do I know if it's going to be for this particular company? No. Do I know that maybe um, I might get recommended to, you know, another company that they know? Possibly. Like, I, I don't really know. But I know that the work I'm putting in now is going to um, is going to help with the work that I will get later. And, and I know that for a fact. So that's all I really, um, I, that's all I really wanted to tell you guys today is just like this, the examples on both small and large scales, as long as you are putting in the work now, the work that you want will become your work later on, if that makes sense. Um, you totally got this. You just have to remember that you have to keep going and keep doing the work. You cannot get more work by being seen if you are not seen to begin with. So guys, that's all I really have today. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you have any questions or want to talk more about, you know, this whole idea of work begets work, or, you know, you just want to chat about some things that maybe have happened for in your life, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram is at empoweringartists, um, and that'll be in the show notes um, as well if you wanted to just take a look there. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, for hanging out with me today. Tripped over my words there. Um, and I hope you have a good rest of, you know, day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And I will see you next Monday for another episode. Bye.